The Gospel according to Luke, the 19th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. As he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Indeed, the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up ramparts around you and surround you and hem you in on every side. They will crush you to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave within you one stone upon another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. Then he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there. And he said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching in the temple. The chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people kept looking for a way to kill him. But they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were spellbound by what they heard. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Remember when Jesus was teaching and some of those listening warned him about the Galileans who had been killed by Pilate? Or later when they warned him to flee because Herod wanted to kill him? Time and again, people in the know Leaders in the towns and villages where he was preaching and teaching shushed Jesus and his followers, warning them to know their place, to keep their heads down and stay out of trouble. Here, again, after the crowds burst into praise and shouts at his arrival in Jerusalem, some of the Pharisees come to Jesus and tell him to order his disciples to stop. Jesus, get your people under control. Well, I'm all for good order, and I like knowing what to expect. But this, this isn't about decorum. This is about fear. And I wonder what they were afraid of. Were they worried the Roman soldiers would report the parade to the governor? Were they afraid the assembly might become violent? Why was the crowd's joy and fervor for Jesus so unsettling? We don't know. Maybe they were protecting themselves or even trying to protect Jesus. But Jesus is unwavering in his response. Once again, he asserts God's dominion and kingdom. 
declaring if these people were silent, the stones would shout out. The promise of God to raise up a deliverer for God's people cannot be thwarted or silenced by human fears, doubts, or disbelief. When we hear Jesus say the stones would shout out, we don't expect the stones to audibly cry out. But consider the cries of creation that the psalmist describes when the meadows and valleys that shout and sing together for joy in Psalm 65. And how St. Paul tells us that the whole of creation has been groaning in labor pains for the glory of God to be revealed. And then imagine how the arid stones that make up the landscape of Israel might shout in joyful praise at Jesus, the living water of God, arriving in Jerusalem. On this day, the whole of creation including humankind, recognizes that Jesus is king and God has fulfilled God's promise of a Messiah, Lord, and King. The stones would shout out. Imagine the stones that bruised the garrison demoniac, the stones that fell from the hands of the accusers of the woman and the stones that were thrown against the prophets who came before Jesus. Those stones bore shame, judgment, and punishment. But when Jesus enters Jerusalem, he comes as the Savior who heals every ill and promises forgiveness and mercy. The stones would shout out. Imagine how the stones and the fortifying walls around Jerusalem or the walls of the temple itself might shout out to proclaim Jesus is Lord. Imagine the bloodshed and the agony that those stones have witnessed, especially by the time of Luke's writing after the temple had been destroyed. Today, the western wall of the Temple Mount in the old city of Jerusalem is a sacred space that literally holds millions of prayers placed there in notes in the wall's crevices each year by visitors. When Jesus enters Jerusalem, he comes as the prince of peace and the one who will conquer death. The stones would shout out. Each of us too is invited to add our shouts of praise as we enter into this holy week. Whether it's the glory of creation, the beauty of forgiveness and mercy, the hope of healing, or the victory of God over death and evil. 
May you remember how God's presence has made a difference in your life and experience. Name the ways that God has brought you through the rocky and stony parts of life when you have received grace and healing and where you have experienced new life in Christ. If we were not here to tell the story, to shout the, the glad hosannas, and to sing and praise God, the stones themselves would shout out to proclaim the Jesus we know as Lord and King, as Messiah and Healer and Prince of Peace. But thanks be to God, we are here to tell the story. This story, the story of Jesus last week, begins today and continues on Monday, Thursday, when Jesus gathers with his disciples one last time. We'll tell the story of Judas' betrayal and hear Jesus' command to love one another. We'll share in the Lord's Supper together. And we will be here on Good Friday when the very same crowds, including all of us who are praising Jesus' name this morning, will cry out, crucify him. And he will be put to death on the cross. And then one week from today, we will be here to tell the rest of the story. And I hope you will all gather with us for that. Let us pray. Holy God, thank you for your son Jesus coming to us with grace and mercy. As we enter this holy week, Help us to tell the story of your son faithfully and to see how the whole of creation witnesses to your redeeming love. May your spirit give us courage to never be silenced by fear or doubt, but always shout your praise and proclaim your good news. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.